Hello, hello. We are back with another crazy week. Yeah. Of The Bachelor. This week has been wild. I'm sure you've already heard by now, but... Oh, by the way, we're the Rosettes. (laughs) Um, We're the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. Um, I'm the mom. As far as we know. As far as we know. And um, that's mom. And I'm Ariel, the daughter. Um, But yeah, if you haven't already heard, which I'm sure you already have. Does this count as Bachelor Nation news? Yeah. Um, Chris Harrison effed up. Yeah, real bad. Real bad. Real, real bad. bad. But some people might not know this because I, one of my friends that I work with watches The Bachelor and she had not heard any, she's not on social media, so she didn't hear any of this. Who's not on social media? Oh my gosh. This this kid. (laughs) God bless her. I know. Amazing. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, so Chris Eric, Chris Harrison really effed up. Um, if you haven't watched the interview, I really recommend watching it because it's, even though it's really hard to watch, um, and it's a little lengthy, it just shows how unacceptable his behavior like really was. Minutes, and Rachel Lindsay is um, like a correspondent for E! News now and so she was interviewing him and I think they were just having like a normal interview about The Bachelor and then she asked him about Rachel Kirknell who is one of Matt's front runners you know I'm sort of um, afraid he's going to pick her I don't know I, I'm sort of afraid too because they're working so, really hard to <laughs> to defend her to defend right? her um, so Rachel said hey Rachel Kirknell has all these racist things on her social media what do you think and chris harrison defended her he's just like well yes what like the the main thing they were talking about was a picture of her at a an antebellum southern themed formal which we discussed last week yeah um, so that's the thing that they brought up, but there were other allegations about her too, but that was the main, their main yeah. focus. And Chris Harrison was like, oh yeah, that would have been bad in 2021, but it wasn't bad in 2018. And Rachel was like, no, it was still bad yeah. in 2018. It's always, it's always, it's always bad. been, it's always been bad. And, um, <sighs> he was like, we're just seeing it through the, through the lens of, um, of 2020 and the woke police are, are out. Oh, he and said, they the, just, he said they, the phrase woke police like 20 times. And it was really, really bad. And he kept talking over Rachel, which was when she was trying to <sighs> have a conversation about so, racism with him. The woke police thing was so disgusting. It, that was a thing I thought that really revealed his inadequacy as far as being a spokesperson for the franchise yeah 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 he's not he's not um it was just stupid you don't you don't go on about the woke police right i mean Mm -hmm. i get it i get that there is a fine line between accountability and cancel culture i get that but he erred on the wrong side of that Mm-hmm. In a big way, so and he and he needed to be held accountable for his actions. Mm-hmm. And his initial apology that came out wasn't good enough. It was it was okay, but it wasn't good enough. Um, it was it was it was iffy. Um, but 
So he's issued two apologies. He's issued two apologies. And in his second apology, he did say that he is going to distance himself from the franchise for a period period of time. time. Period of time. Whatever that means. He's not going to be on the um, After the Final Rose show. Yeah, which, I mean, he should be punished. but And I don't think he should host the After the Final Rose. But Mom and I have talked about this. We both sort of think that maybe he should be on the hot seat and address these issues. Right. And have, like, an actual televised discussion with Rachel Lindsay. But also, poor Rachel Lindsay is probably sick of having to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's like her whole role in the Bachelor franchise is, like, def- like being black. Um, I think I think what it comes down to is it's really frustrating that she's the only person in yeah. Bachelor Nation that, that's defending yeah, um, and speaking about the the racial inequality issues and in, on the show, and there have been um, plenty of really cool black people that have been on the show, like mm-hmm. Wills and, and um, well now Matt and mm-hmm. Mike Johnson and stuff. And it seems like the dude, the black dudes, aren't getting a chance to really. They they're themselves. all that they've all really come together after this past week and yeah. been like, oh That's shoot, good. we shouldn't let Rachel have to deal with this by herself anymore. Yeah, and Tasha has been a great voice mm-hmm. too. It's um, just, just mind boggling how backwards and disgusting the whole thing. Is. I saw this interesting um, post. I forget where I saw it. Um, there. I forget where I, I saw it first, um, but a bunch of the other Bachelor podcasts were post were sharing this post on their social medias, um, and s- yes, this is the most diverse season of The Bachelor that um, there has ever been. Um, I forget exact the exact numbers, but I think about sixty four percent of the contestants are people well, of color. The women who posted, "We are the women of The Bachelor" season twenty five. They said there's 25 of us identify as B-I-O-P-O-C. Mm-hmm. So there's what, maybe like 34 or something total. So the vast majority identify yeah. as w- women of color. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. And they're, and there's the, they, it, you know, to be, okay, just to be totally like frank, the white women on the season were by and large the nasty, I, mean, I, don't know, I hate saying this, but they were, Anna, Queen Victoria, MJ, they were the ones that were the mean girls. Yeah, and, and they were. Um, but what I was getting to with this mm-hmm. um, uh, is um, it's, there are the most, um, it's the most diverse season that they've ever had, but even now, the majority of screen time is still given to white women. So mm-hmm. even though there are fewer white women, they went through and they calculated the screen, the total screen time that everyone's gotten. But in a bad way. In, yeah, in a bad way, but that's still more screen time. And so you have to ask yourself, well, these women are terrible. Why are they giving them so much more screen time? Because people watch, I guess. Yeah, people, but it's still so, bad. It's not yeah, okay. No, I get it. So <laughs> people don't don't watch because you want to see white women be bitches. So even though only watch like thirty percent story, whatever. Even though only like thirty ish percent of the women on the show are white, that thirty percent is still getting like sixty percent of airtime. That. That's that's terrible, but that's because they've been behaving terribly, and 
we can't avert our eyes, you know, not me and you, but generally speaking, it's like, that's what sells, I guess. Advertising and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but... You know, Queen Queen Victoria, all those women I just mentioned, and like Queen Victoria, MJ, why are, why do we have to focus on them? Just get them the hell out. And let's look at Matt. Good for him. I, I love that he loves the good girls. He loves... Um, well, generally speaking, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's into Michelle. He's into his... Brie. He's into Serena P. Um, who am I? Well, Rachel. I don't want to talk about her right now. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he seems to like sweet girls, and and Rachel. Let's just be honest about it. On the season, what we've seen, she's been very sweet. She hasn't been toxic. Yeah, at she's all. she's boring, but right. So, anyways. Um, thank goodness, at least he's not, like, the production is focusing on those 30%, but he's not. He is taking the one-on-one dates. He's taking mostly lovely women out. Yeah, he... Even the two white women that he took out, um, well, kids, a little questionable, but Katie, she's cool, uh so, you know, I don't know. It's... It's yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I like that you said that he's not, like, put, putting all of his attention into just the white women, but and that it's it is production's fault that we're seeing a, well, a lot the, higher screen time. He sent the nasty. I don't, I don't like to say nasty, but I can't come up with a better word. They were they were the antagonists. Those right. those three women he were the antagonists of the That's season. So good for him. Um. Yeah, I get you. Um, but, and it is production's fault, and um, this caused a, a big uproar amongst contest, like, Bachelor alum and viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, it so much so to the point where they are, even though they're not firing him, which I think would be a reasonable reaction to his behavior, because he has done somewhat I, questionable stuff in the past. Yeah, I don't really want to get into I think that, it, I think what it comes down no, you. I think what it comes down to is the context of everything. He's having this conversation with a black bachelorette mm-hmm. about a black up. bachelor. He messed up. The, about the first Super black bachelor. Bad. I think he understands now that he messed up. But But I think firing him altogether is a reasonable punishment so who for his would you his reaction. Him with? Who would you? So I've, uh, I, I, I looked at a, one of the groups I'm on. I would do Rachel, but I don't think she wants anything no, to do with them anymore. I don't think she does. I think that, but that would be the first step to actually making genuine improvements in yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think she wants to do that. I don't, I don't think that. But I, one of the Bachelor groups I'm in on Facebook said, who do you want to be the, you know, and somebody said Leslie Jones, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, have you watched her, her stories on Instagram? Not I think lately, it is. No. She watches Bachelor and she does, she's the funniest commentary oh. on it. She's hilarious. Wouldn't she be perfect? She would be. And she'd call everyone's BS <laughs> out immediately. And somebody else said Wayne Brady, which I thought was sort of entertaining. Most people said Wells. And Wells and Sarah Highland together, which would be, that would be fine. That would be I cute. I prefer, oh, 
That was a Sorry, loud that was a loud thing. thing. I, I think don't know what a wind just flew something down. But anyways, anyways, I would rather see the two of them than just Wells, honestly. But mm-hmm. uh, people say JoJo. People say I think ben. they'll probably go with JoJo because they've already had JoJo come on. Yeah, and I don't for want him. Ben. I don't want Ben either. And hiring Ben would be j- just the same thing. It would be the same thing. It would yeah. get just as problematic eventually. Yeah. No, um, I don't. I don't hate Ben or anything. I like Ben. And Ben is learning himself, judging by his social media posts. However, his lady, Jess... Also had a similar... She went to one of those Adebel parties, too, recently. Yeah. Not, not too long ago. So, yeah. So, no Ben. Um, JoJo's fine. Who else? There was one other one that was... Oh, Taisha would be fine. Taisha would be cool. Taisha would be pretty good. Yeah. 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 And she's so recent. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, should we move on? So you get our well. I I did. I was seeing a lot of people in comments on Chris Harrison's apology, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's fine. You didn't do anything wrong." And it's yeah. a bunch of, or it's a bunch of like white people saying, "We we appreciate your apology." And it's like, you guys are dumbasses. This isn't. He's it's he's not, not your apology, apology to accept. <laughs> yeah, if you're white, hello. If you're white, these aren't <laughs> your apologies to accept. You look at them, you, uh, you know, you, like, we are commenting on them, you appreciate them in one way or another, but you don't accept them. The acceptance is for people of color, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. So, if you're white and you're like, oh, I accept your apology, Chris, I hope that you go up a million years, <laughs> Then you're you. an idiot. <laughs> then just shut the hell up. Just shut the hell up. You're a moron. Just... Go sit down. Do sit down. Watch the show. Shut up. We don't. You know it's. I know. But I'm hoping that because this did cause such a problem, and they have taken the initiative to remove Chris, uh, even for just a period of time, that this means they're actually going to start vetting the contestants better. God, I hope so. Because because what Chris did was wrong, and I he he should pay the consequences. But what it comes well, down to is they don't vet the. The people well enough. I know. And twice, Chris has said, I was wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm willing to, like, be patient with him and see what he does next. But I 100% agree with you that they know, they know, they know, they looked at Rachel's... Okay, so it was Rachel's friend that posted the Annabelle and Party picture. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her. But they looked at her, I'm sure that they looked at her social medias and saw the Confederate flag mm-hmm. and, and all these the other cultural appropriation, all that stuff. They knew before they, before they brought her on that she was deep, deep South and they mm-hmm. still brought her on mm-hmm. and, and they knew, they knew what Garrett, they knew that Garrett, they had to know what Garrett and Becca yeah. Becca's Garrett. And they had to know the other Garrett. They had to know these things. And they still brought them on. Mm-hmm. And that's gross. Yeah. You know, just don't do that, Bachelor producers. That's gross. And we don't... You know, I want to keep watching. I, I, I enjoy the show. I want to keep watching it. But... It, but if they just keep doing stuff like this, it's not... It's hard It's not worth to, it. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to rationalize. Anyway. So... Yeah. And I think they're starting uh, to realize that. I think they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> They're like there's a lot of viewers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's get into the episode now. Yeah. 
So it the episode opens up with the like teaser for the rest of the episode. They've been doing these cold open things. And it shows Heather Martin driving up in her minivan to the little um you know guard hut. Mm-hmm. But what I wrote down was it was like it's the, it's like the lost music. They play the lost music. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> minivan (laughs) anyway then it's time for the actual show the girls are in their finery not knowing who will prevail on the two-on-one so last week we left off with mj and jesenia um with their two-on-one so katie in an itm says mj is the last of the mean girls and i hope he sends her home so Jacenia and MJ are, are they're they're talking. Um, MJ goes on and on and on about how she leads by example. I lead by example. Matt arrives in his really flashy red 007 car. I don't know what kind of beep car beep. it is, but 007. It's a 007 car. I said, I just said he's super handsome. <laughs> uh, anyways. So he takes Jasenia to talk to her first, and she says, um, she's not wrong, but I'm truthful, so I can't be wrong because I'm telling you the truth. And in her little tiny voice, <laughs> she says, MJ led you, she, you know, she, she, she lied to your face telling you that she, there was no toxicity in the house, but, and you know, she preaches love. And living by example, but everything she does comes from a place of malice. Ooh. <laughs> Which is 100% spot on. Meanwhile, MJ is crying on the floor. She's all doubled over, crying on the floor. Just said he is just a little bitch. Um, but Jessenia tells Matt that she's here for him 100%, which she seems to like hearing from everybody. Yeah. And I think, um, something, and I predicted this right when we were, like, when we were watching it, but I, after Jessenia was done, I was like, okay, Jessenia just went in and made this all about him and being like, I am just telling you this because Mm -hmm. I care about you and I want you to get what you need from this experience, basically. She played smart. And I was like... MJ's going to go in and make it about herself. She's going to play victim, yep. and that's going to be what sends her home. <laughs> yep. So MJ, And that's what happened, basically. MJ in her ITM was like, uh, hold on. Sorry, pause. I can't pause, Mom. <laughs> Sorry, okay. So anyway, she was just being really brazen. And then she's totally, you know, like, in her ITM, she's, like, all about herself. But then when she talks to Matt, she's totally different. She's like, my heart is so big. Um, you know, I was just trying to bring everyone together in the house. And I was not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Matt's like, you know, I get that. That's what I got from you this whole time. I I can't believe this is happening because what I got from you is that you're a really nice person and I just can't believe this is happening and so forth. And she, you know, MJ cries and she, you know, and 
(laughs) Sorry, go ahead. My whole, you know, she's just, what I wrote down is like her whole, I can't, what I can't imagine about MJ is her whole life has been this. Like she's a beautiful white woman with this big blonde hair. Like I imagine this has been her whole life. Where whenever she gets into trouble, she just cries and says, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Is everything okay now? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I, it's my alarm to check cold brew at my work. <laughs> sorry about that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, and that's just what, that's just my impression. What do you think? Do you think that's a possibility that that's just true? Yeah. Or she also could just be in a high stress situation. That's possible too. I, I like this type of environment. Her behavior is completely inappropriate, but also this environment brings out brings out the worst the in people sometimes. Person, yeah. Um, so that could be it. Also, I don't want to make too many judgments about her. Yeah, but she says to the camera, um, you know, just set, well. She asked Jessenia. She says, "How do you even foster a relationship?" when you talk about bad about everybody else. I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Oh, and then at some point in her little aside, she's crying and she's like, like emotional. And then she's like, stop. She just stops. She's like, sorry. <laughs> Forgot to be a bad bitch there for a second. And yeah. I'm like, it's she's okay like, to feel things. Feelings are bad bitch energy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I was a weak bitch for a minute. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, bitch. she said she said she was like, a Like, I have to bitch. straighten my hair, and now I'm a bad bitch again. That's and, such toxic behavior. That's so bad to, to think that way about yourself. Like, no. Feelings are okay. <laughs> well, and I wrote down that, like, the second time I watched it, I really disliked MJ much more than the first time. The first time I was like, yeah, whatever. This is Bachelor stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the second time I was like, I mean, I still don't dislike her as much as Victoria Fuller Mm -hmm. or Kayla Miller Keys. Oh, yeah. And I don't think she is. Or Sydney, even on Peter's season. I couldn't. I I still can't stand her. I know. You you always talk about how much you hate her. I hate her. Um... And I don't think she's necessarily one of the Bachelor contestants that's a bad person in real life. I think she's just behaved poorly on the show. Yeah, yeah. But I wrote, at least Matt, at least Matt, unlike Peter and Colton even, has the balls to send these women home. You know, these mean girls home. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I, I really applaud them. So, Jesenia and MJ talk again. Jesenia says, you know what? Meredith... apparently mj's first name is meredith (laughs) you preach about weak bitch energy but you know what weak bitch energy is it's lying (laughs) it's lying these voices are so bad (laughs) i know and mj says oh cute oh that's so cute (laughs) anyways and you keep trying, MJ says, you keep trying to knock me out of this process. And Jacenia says, you know what? You knocked yourself out, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. And MJ says, you just, you can just check yourself. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And I'm like, what did the ghost of Queen Victoria come with the literally? Literally the best person I here. Literally. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, they fight for a bit, and then Matt comes back. He's pondering. He's like, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what's happening. Like, I really enjoy my time with MJ. I don't know what's happening. I mean, Justenia has never been dishonest with me. I really trust her, but I, I, I really like MJ. And anyways. Yeah. He picks up the rose. When he comes to sit with the girls. And he does the thing where he says something nice about both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, you know, I've really enjoyed my time with you, MJ, etc. But he says, but I just can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out? We've had an undeniable connection since the first day. And I've enjoyed my time with you. Jasenia... You said you wanted someone to be your rock, and I still feel that. MJ, I can't give you this rose. Can I walk you out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so. He walks her out, and there's no hug or anything. He just puts her in the car, and she goes away. And she just leaves very angry. She's, oh, yeah. She's not sad or anything. Well, she'll or... be in paradise, I'm sure. Oh, I guess. I know. Um, and Justenia says in her little IT, ITM that she's, um, it's, it, she sighs deeply and says, that's what the closed caption says. Sighs, sighs deeply. deeply. She says it feels good to be validated. Which I think is a reasonable, re mm -hmm. like, response. For sure. It's, I hate when people are like, mm, haha, bye bitch. Yeah, and, she, and Jasenia says, MJ had every opportunity to own up to her mistakes, but instead she just tried to cover her tracks, mm -hmm. which is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like, then... Of all the mean girls, of Anna and MJ and Queen Victoria, at least Anna said, I, f I, f I messed up. Mm -hmm. I messed up. I feel super bad. So. And I, be I believe... I believe that Anna was... Her behavior was completely inappropriate, but I think she was a victim of producer manipulation. Yeah, I, big yeah, time. Yeah. I, I don't think I, she's a super strong personality and was probably really manipulated. Mm-hmm. Especially given, I think that that whole, oh, Brittany is an escort was totally provoked by production and probably Victoria, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, moving on. They have the rose ceremony. Oh, but they skip the cocktail party, right? And they just um, go straight into the rose ceremony yeah, for this. I think so. Mean girls, blah, blah, blah. And a bunch of the, a bunch of the girls are like, oh, I can't wait to spend time with him. I really, really, really need this time. And then he gets back and he's like, hey, no cocktail party. Let's just rose. Yeah. Well, I wrote down, I wrote down that I miss Ari's girls. I mean, Crystal was awful, but the rest of the girls seemed to really support each other on that season. Oh, yeah. And, the and best part Crystal, of... Even Crystal came out to be sort of okay. You know? Yeah. The best part of Ari's season were the women. I For hate. Sure. I hated Ari. <laughs> but the girls were yeah. awesome. Kendall, Becca, both Beccas. Yeah. Cien. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, Tia got sort of a villain edit for a little bit, but she's not that bad. She's okay. You know? uh, I don't like Tia. She gives me bad vibes. Like she gives me bad vibes. I know you don't, but gosh, um, Kendall. God, I love the heck out of Kendall. Yeah, I, I love Kendall. Anyway, the girls walk but, into... Yeah, not really relevant, really, right now. That's, that's true. So... The, the girls, the rest in on... Oh, we're back to um, Matt season. The girls walk into the room and they see the empty rose placket. 
And Jessenia walks in with her rose, and I say she earned it. She worked hard for that rose. And they're mm -hmm. all, yay! They're all, yay! It's Jessenia! Mm hmm And Maggie has good posture, I wrote. Anyway. Mom, some of these details aren't important. We I have know, a limited amount of time. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, Jessenia, okay. Here's an important thing, I think. Jessenia C., Jessenia, Serena C. says... She is ready for Matt's fine ass to walk through that door. And then his fine ass does walk through that but door. But no, double standard. Oh. Can you imagine if, like, Ari or Colton said, I can't wait for her fine ass to walk through that door. We'd be Okay, that's true. I get you. We'd be, like, crucifying him, you know? Yeah. So, just double standards, that's all. Anyways, um, Chris Harrison... It says, come, he, yeah, what you said, there'll, there'll be no cocktail party. Um, and so it's time for the rose ceremony. Um, yeah, and then who goes home? A couple people. Let's see. Um, and they keep talking about how hometowns are right around the corner, but there are still like 45 people there. I feel like I know, there are like so crazy. many people there. Well, before the rose ceremony and after Chris leaves, Serena C. says, none of this would have happened you know, if not for the, you know, somebody, Katie. Oh, yeah, I forgot she's toxicity in the house. She stirred up things with it's Katie. It's all your for fault, reason. Katie. And Katie's like, what the heck? <laughs> Katie's like, what? You know, why are you concerned with me? You know, and she says, Matt, the reason I'm still here is because Matt wants me here. So just shut up. <laughs> right? And so, right, Ryan is crump. She's crumbling like i thought it was ryan i think it's ryan oh anyway i don't pretty, know pretty i there's girl. still so many people here that i don't know their names still pretty, pretty dancer girl they're focusing on her and how freaked out she is oh he's gonna send me home and i can't believe it. this is terrible honey you know yeah he, he doesn't want to be with you and you got to be on national television and you're a beautiful, That's wonderful woman. That's so mean. Woman. She has re it's reasonable to be upset. Oh, of course. No, I probably would be the same way. <laughs> I would probably it's the same way. But I'm just, I just want her to feel, but my message is like, buck up, girl, because you're amazing. And or your, your lean into your feelings for a minute when you're feeling stressed That's and then fine. recover. <laughs> That's fine. But they really, really focused in on her. Yeah. Um... And, no, I like her. I think she's a lovely woman. And I feel kind of bad that they exploited her pain over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Right? No, I'm not. This <laughs> Ryan. But Michelle and Ryan both go outside and they have this little ah! scream moment before the rose ceremony. Um, anyway, Jessenia, Rachel, and Abigail, and Kit, they all already have roses. Uh, Brie observes that three people are going to go home after counting the roses on the table. Um, yeah, so... Piper's also freaked out. I think we're spending a lot of time on this. I think we can just say who goes home and then okay. <laughs> move on to the next well, thing. Well, Matt, Matt apologizes for canceling the cocktail party, but he's confident that he knows who he wants. So first he picks Serena P., then Michelle, Piper, Brie, Chelsea. Um... Katie 
Apparently, there's a break in the rose ceremony where they go talk to Katie before the end. And she's like, oh, I, you know, I hope he doesn't, you know, pick somebody else before me. I hope he doesn't pick Serena C before me and blah, blah, blah. The next rose goes to Katie. I thought that was weird. That, like, because they have an ITM with Katie before the end of the rose ceremony. Well, we know that these last all night and that yeah. they take breaks to... I know, but it's gross. Anyway, the last rose goes to Serena C, which means Ryan, Maggie, and Brittany go home. And Maggie gets the best... Yeah. <laughs> exit. And he apologizes to her. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm so sorry. Which is sweet. And yeah. it's clear Maggie is a very beloved person yeah. here. <laughs> Everyone loves Everyone her. Everyone loves her. And she's like, I know I'll find my person. I hope I find my person. So Maggie Paradise. I hope, I hope, I hope. I hope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then everyone goes home. Um, uh, Matt toasts to love and everybody goes home. And then there's a commercial break. And then we come back and they show a buffalo. Like, why is there a buffalo? <laughs> There a buffalo in Nima Colon? Why is there a buffalo in Nima Colon? Anyway. <laughs> I didn't notice the buffalo. There's a buffalo. So the girls are reflecting on their plight. Someone says there's 11 girls left and five of us have had one-on-ones. Um, Chris Harrison brings in the date card. And Kit reads it. Piper. Tonight will have been worth the wait. She squeals. Michelle gives her a hug. Serena and Katie are sad. Anyway, then Serena takes Katie for their talk. <laughs> yeah, their their shouting talk. match. And Serena to Katie says, "I'm just tired of you taking t time away from me. You're taking time away from all of us, and I don't think you're here for Matt." And Katie says. You don't even know what Matt and I talk about? Like, you're super insecure. Uh, I actually thought you were coming here to apologize. Oh, yeah. she Yeah, she did say that. She's like, I thought you were apologizing. This is really weird. I don't know why you're doing this. Serena C's like, oh, no. I think what's happening is Serena C is seeing that Katie's getting a lot of screen time and is trying to... Uh-huh. Yeah. I think, I think Serena's really smart. I think... Well, maybe a little bit. I'm shocked that Serena's still here, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and um, I think she's like, oh, like, everyone that has had a bad interaction with Katie's gotten a lot Sent of... Sent home. <laughs> got a lot of screen time. <laughs> oh, like, I see what you're yeah, saying. Like, so I'll interact with Katie, and then maybe I'll get Matt's attention or more screen time at least. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I think she, at this point, she knows... That she and Matt don't have a strong connection, or the strongest compared to other people. So she's going for paradise or something. So she's going, for, yeah. I think she's. I think she's pretty smart, but well, it's a I little bit iffy. I don't, I don't hate Serena. I mean, she's no like Queen Victoria or anything, but she's like. She's, well, this is just this whole scene is it just seems so unnecessary to me. Yeah, and she, and Katie really reacts more. Like, loudly and angrily than we've ever seen her. Um, but, you know, Serena says, it's your antics. You're the freaking arsonist. You're starting all the fires. And I see where they could get that interpretation if all they see is someone not liking Katie and then that person getting sent home. Mm -hmm. I can see how someone might interpret it that way. Yeah. But I don't think calling out someone's 
bad behavior to their face is shady. is shady because they're doing they're well, open what, about what they're doing and they've said what, if you're gonna be mean I'm gonna call you out. And on that's it. exactly what Katie says. She says, you know, I told Matt there were people in the house um, that I I told him there was problems in the house and that things were toxic, but I never dropped anyone's name. I didn't drop MJ. Or Anna or Victoria. And she's names. like, they all revealed themselves. Yes, they did it themselves. <laughs> Which I think is, is really valid yeah. stuff. Um, but then they just start yelling, and it shows the girls all cuddling in their room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're like, oh. And they're all scared because they hear all the yelling and stuff. Um, and then Katie eventually ducks out, and she does a little bow. And she says, thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> With her little arm roll. With her little arm roll. I love her. Um, anyways. So then Serena goes into the little slumber party the other girls are having. And she's like, oh, I just had a big blowout with Katie. And they said, we heard. Oh, she's terrible. And they're whispering. And they continue to whisper. And then Katie And then walks Katie in. walks in, and they sort of start, stop, but are still whispering a little bit. And Katie's like, you guys don't have to whisper. I was there. I know what happened. <laughs> Please stop whispering. Um, but yeah, they, they just had a little spat, and then a date card comes, I'm pretty sure. Well, Katie walks in. Yeah, she says, you don't need to whisper. Serena says, I was just, this is important. I was just oh. telling them what you said. And Katie says, oh, all right, well, what, what did I say? And Serena says, you said you're not here for Matt. And Katie's like, I said the literally exact opposite thing. Yeah, she's like, are you high? She didn't say, are you high? But her face says, are you high? And she says, of course I didn't say. Like, why would I say I'm not here for Matt? That's insane. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and she said, that's what I told you? And Serena says, well, that's the gist of it. <laughs> and Katie says, well... Obviously, I didn't say that. You know, um, don't. She says, "Do not speak on my behalf ever, because you're doing a really bad job at it." And why do I matter to you? What? Why do I matter to you? And Serena says, "Because you're the only one here with intentions other than being with Matt." And Katie's like, "What the hell? I mean, Matt, I'm here because Matt wants me. What's?" what is the matter with you? I'm here because Matt wants me here. And that's why I'm still here. And I didn't hear this the first time, but the second time viewing, mm-hmm. after she says that, Serena C says, barely. I, I heard that the first time. What a bitch. <laughs> I'm still here because Matt wants me here. Barely. <laughs> so now I hate Serena C. I didn't hate her before, but when she said that, I was like, you're done. I don't want to see you on the screen anymore, ever. Dogs don't bark. Harley, stop. Oh, that's interesting. Why are you barking, Harley? <laughs> Sorry. He, he doesn't know why he's barking. Anyway. Um, but yeah, um, we should... We should hurry up. We, we, should, yeah, hurry we, up. Heard, okay. we should hurry up. <laughs> anyway, Jasenia tries to, like, smooth it all over. And Kit in an ITM says... You know, I'm not really sure why Serena C is so upset about Katie. You know, at this point, we just, it's close to the end. We all just need to, like, focus on our relationships with Matt. Then Heather's pulls up. 
This is when Heather pulls up to the little guard. Oh, yeah. We already sort of talked about this a little bit earlier, but she's like, hey, talk to Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison comes down, and he's like, "Uh, this is above me. I'll look into it. Right. Um, And and Heather says, you know, Chris says, why are you here? And Heather says, well, um, you know, my my, my best friend, Hannah Brown, said that um, I would be the best match for Matt, and so I just can't let him get engaged until I meet him. I just think I should marry him, basically, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you think this is this is set up, right? This I is, think it's set up, yeah. This isn't real, right? Like, I think it's set up, but I think it was set up at the last minute. Like, I think someone thought mid-show, hey, <laughs> because I do think she actually quarantined. Yeah. I do think she got there early. Cause, Lauren cause Zima they said, says it's real. Yeah, but... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Lauren Zima's also dating Chris Harrison, though, right, so, right. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways. Matt picks up Piper for their one-on-one date. Um, I don't think we even covered that Piper got the one-on-one. She got the one-on-one date, um, and it's like, oh, yeah, I think we did. It's, it'll be worth the wait, right? And so he picks her up in this Jeep-like car, and they drive into the woods, and she's like, oh. I don't think we, I don't think we did well, we spent okay. so much time on this other stuff. Anyway, that's what's happening. They, he picks her up and it's nighttime. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird. No daytime stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's set up. They go, they walk into the middle of the forest and they have cute little banter. Yeah, she says like, um, she's, she's like, she's afraid she's going to get eaten by a bear. But she says she trusts him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, how'd you guess her date? went after she said, I think we're going to get attacked by a bear. <laughs> yeah. And it was cute. They seem to be really They're comfortable with each other. super cute. I think and she's so real. I yeah. love Piper. Yeah. And then she's gorgeous and real. Mm-hmm. And then they get in the, like, forest, and he's like, flip that switch. Yeah. And, and she flips a switch. Then a cute little fairgrounds lights yeah, up. This carnival. And it looks like, like such that. a fun date. It's like, so this looks cute. like the best type of date. Yeah, and then they run through this Pennywise clown gate thing. It reminded me of the boardwalk old pool. Yeah, the, the yes, at yes. Disney, yes. Um, and they, they play the water shooting game. They play a bunch of games. Yeah, and they get prizes, and I'm like, wait, why do you even play the game? Just There's nobody else there. Just take the prize. Because it's fun games it's are fun. fun but like just you can have whatever prize you want is all i'm saying yeah but well maybe not you, if you went to a real fair even if there was no one else there and you played and you didn't get the you didn't hit anything you're not getting a prize yeah but they my point is she could have whatever prize she wanted but she still played the game and they still yeah because yeah <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I think you're overthinking things, Mom. Um, I probably am. And then they he does the strongman bell thing, which, of course, he wins. Um, they do the... Putting, they just play a bunch of yeah, traditional carnival the games. They ride the and zipper. It, they ride the round thing. The, Ferris wheel? Yeah. No, the round thing where you stand up oh. in the gravity. Didn't and they the, eventually do a Ferris wheel, too, though? I don't think so. They oh. did the zipper. Well, maybe they did. I don't know. 
She they just did like a bunch a of. They right? just did a bunch of traditional, normal carnival stuff, but it looked really, really fun. Yeah, she said she didn't think she could fall in love. She wasn't sure she could fall in love in this process, but now she's really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice, and they just seem really compatible, yeah. and like they're having a good time. Then, Meanwhile, the date card arrives at the house. Um, Serena P observes that whoever is on it, whoever whoever is not on it, will get the one on one, and so. Everybody but Katie is on it. So Katie is going to get the one-on-one. And she's like so excited. Oh, this is where, this is where it was the, the camera thing. Like it became, it came down to her and Serena C. And Katie says like, it's either me or Serena C. So there was a break between the card reading and. Or she was, I don't think that's right. I think they asked her, oh. What were you, like, what What were you feeling and what were you thinking when that happened? And then I think she said that and they just edited it right. to look that way. Maybe. I think you're overthinking things. I think it, during rose ceremonies and all these other daytime things, they do pull women away and pause things to, to do the little interviews. But I think this particular moment, I think, is just another instance of all you right. overthinking it. <laughs> Maybe. But I nobody goes yay for Katie. Um... And Serena says in her ATM that I hope Katie goes on her one-on-one and Matt decides he doesn't want her and he wonders why he ever wanted her to stay this long to begin with. Which is really rude. Yep. Um, Heather's quarantining and she does the thing with the pizza box on her head. And oh, yeah. Goes, Heather just does a bunch of cringy stuff. Weird, I It made weird. me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. And then she puts her, like, I'm Rapunzel. Matt! Yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Really yeah. And I think she thinks she's being cute, and I just felt really awkward and cringy. But... Dinner date with Piper. Piper basically says, you know, my... I have, I have a hard time expressing my feelings, because my family doesn't do that. I always wanted my mom to say good job and she never did and that made me really sad. Mom was immediately like immediately like, I tell you I'm proud of you, right? Right. And I was like, uh, I guess. <laughs> it made me so sad. She's like, So I can't really tell people I love them, but I love you. I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. To Matt. And he was like, Great. Yeah. But he didn't express the whole... He didn't express it back like he has right. with them. He says, we can work on our feelings together. And that's fine, but... Anyway, Piper does get the rose. Um... Um... Then... They do get a little, like, concert afterwards. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And it's this weird country trio. Temecula Road, yeah. She got a big day. Like, she got a carnival and dinner and a concert. Like, Yeah, but they all had to do that all in the span of, like, a night. Yeah, but Kit just got, like, come to my house and we'll cook stuff. I don't know. I just thought her date was way better than some yeah. of the other ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree that her date was it's really just, cool. And it's always awkward when it's just them and, like, Yeah, I don't think group. I'd want... I don't think I'd want a concert. <laughs> <laughs> and my date. I don't either. But Piper says she wishes she could live this day over and over again. Um. Then. Do you think she'll get a hometown? Do you think Piper will get a hometown? Maybe I don't know. I I I still don't know. I 
we talk about this every week. I still don't know who I think is going to be in Hamptons. Yeah. I mean, I think but Michelle and Rachel for sure. But I don't Michelle know and Rachel else. for sure. I I agree with that. Um, but yeah, ne- next is the group, group date. date. Abigail is freaking out. It's a bowling date. Yeah, it's bowling out, and they have food and. Oh, so, someone, when they walk in, I think it's Serena goes, oh, yeah, wings. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, they see the food, and they says, oh, I love this date already. <laughs> it's probably Serena B. I love her. And no, it, it was, I think it was other Serena yeah, says, Serena. yeah, wings. Probably. <laughs> so there's the pink team and the blue team. Um, Kit says that this is her favorite group date ever. Everyone's having a good time. Um, even me, and I can't bowl. So um, Chris Harrison shows up and says, oh, sorry, it's not just bowling, it's a competition. And whoever wins will get extra time with Matt, and whoever loses will have to walk home in the rain. Uh, um, so they play, and the... Serena C says, we're the bad news bears. Um... So they side up on their, or they divide up into their different teams, and they bowl. And yeah. at first, what one's one of the teams is really sucking, and the other one's doing yeah. really well. Pink petals are doing well, and the blue bombshells are sucking. But then the blue bombshells come back. Yeah, but they don't quite win, do they? No, it's like they lost by like a point. Yeah, it's like at the very last round, it's really close, and poor Abigail gutter balls it, and they lose. I know, and Abigail and then, felt so bad because she she's already so she's bad. already driving herself a little bit crazy with the yeah exactly and so everything the pink with team that. is squealy and happily, and they get champagne. They're opening, they're happy, and Serena C is there in her little blue shirt saying. Ooh, we don't get champagne. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, again, Abigail's humiliated. She's really sad about it. So Matt comes to the blue team and he says, you know, I feel really bad about this. And I think it's important to note that the blue team has some of the women that he's, he really likes. He really, really likes. He has Abigail. Has Abigail Kit, and Kit and... Um, Brie. And that girl... Serena uh, C, Rachel. Uh, yeah, Rachel. Abigail, Rachel, Brie, Kit, and Serena C are on the blue team. Serena P, Chelsea, Jacinia, and Michelle are on the pink team, the winning team. So he goes over to the blue team before they leave and says, I feel really bad. I'm sorry. And Kit says, well, like, what do you want in a wife? Do you want a bowler? <laughs> and it was funny. And then they leave. They walk back. Um, Katie's chatting with Piper, um, and when the blue girls come in, and they're super sad. Abigail's super angry, and they're super crying and sad. And then Chris Harrison comes in with a date card. Yeah, he's like, guess what, guys? You can still show up. Just show right. up a little bit later. And they're like, woohoo! He lists all four of their names and says, you know, from Matt, I don't want to lose time with you. I need time with you. And so they're all like, ah! They're like peeing their pants happy, so happy. Um, Abigail's a mess. Anyways, so, uh, before they show up, Matt is connecting with the other girls from the pink team. Um, anyways, he apologizes to them when the other girls show up, but he says the process is too important not to talk to everyone, but he does... For sure, he takes time with everyone from the winning team, 
before he talks to the losing team, at least from what we can see on the TV. Serena P says he's she's falling for her. He sits for a long time with Chelsea, and he says not, you know, she says, please don't give up on me, and he says he's not going to, and she's really, really, really hoping for the rose. Uh, but when rose time comes, he does his honorable mention thing like he does every time. Serena P and Chelsea get the honorable mentions, but Michelle gets the rose. So all the people from the pink team are the ones that are acknowledged. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, which was a for sure a solid move. Now it's time for Matt to go visit Tyler C. Woohoo! And Tyler C's just in there playing pool. I'm like Tyler. I wonder why he's dressed so sloppy. He looks like, I mean, he's gorgeous, but he's like, why didn't you, like, dress nicer? He looks like he hasn't washed oh, his shirt in, like, five I didn't weeks. notice. I don't think anyone, I think Tyler knows that nobody really looks at his clothes. I did. Okay, Mom. <laughs> so they're talking, and Tyler says, hey, you know, what's going on? He said, uh, Matt says, I have a date today with Katie. She's the one that had a vibrator the size of a cactus, which I thought was, I didn't understand that at all. Um, like, <clears throat> cactuses come in all sizes. <laughs> <laughs> so I really didn't get that. Like, most cactuses are really little, but some cactuses are really big, so I didn't understand that. Anyway, so he says, oh, that's great, you know. And he's, he's he also said, like, oh, like, She's just been really true to herself, and I really like that about yeah. her. She's just really, really, really fun to be around. Yeah. Um, and Tyler says, well, you know, like for me, I didn't come on hot till the end of my season. Sometimes you just got to, sometimes girls come on hot at the very end, and you just got to own that and and so forth. And, and Matt's like, uh, well, when I'm looking at these women, I'm looking at, like, am I a good fit for them? Like, are you a good fit for me? Yada, yada. Like, how are we going to look together? But when they're having this conversation, the way he words it, I forget that he's talking about the women and he's, like, talking in second person but about the women. And I am thinking he's talking about what's his relationship going to look like alongside Tyler. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, the way he worded it was just weird. And I was like, Tyler I mean... Tyler is such an important part of his life. Yeah. Um, and they pool and they hang out. And Tyler says, you know, just be yourself. That's what we love about you. And I was like, okay. And he says... Generic advice. Yeah. He says, you know, just be yourself. You know, are you... Do you see yourself bent, you know, on one knee at the end proposing to somebody? He says, yeah. He says, oh, my bro is Buddha! <laughs> and he says, you know, this process worked for me. Or no, Matt says, this process worked for Tyler, so hopefully it'll work for me. And I'm like, what? Wait, how did it work for Tyler? He didn't even... Not only is he not with anyone for Bachelor, but he did not... He got broken up with before this season even ended. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if if it worked for Tyler, means he hooked up with Gigi Hadid, then I guess it did work for Tyler. <laughs> I, I just didn't understand that. Uh, yeah, um, anyway. but it's clear when you look at them, it's clear that they there is so much love oh, between these love two. It's they very love each other for sure. It's very 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 sweet. Um, so Matt and Katie's date is going to be pranking Tyler by Tyler thinks he's gonna have a massage, but 
instead of a masseuse massaging Tyler, it's going to be an actor they hired to prank Tyler. Uh, also, though, something I think that's interesting is that he opens the date up with... He doesn't open up with the pranking thing. He says, I got us a reservation... At the spa. At the spa. And then she's like, ooh. And then yeah, he's like, we're going to watch Tyler get a massage. Right. So she thinks, oh, we're going to have like the most romantic date ever on The Bachelor. Like the spa dates are all about like making out naked. Right? Yeah. I don't think I'd want a spa date because it's like, oh, I, yeah. I don't want to talk to someone when there's I other people there. Either, but... I think that's what she thought. She like she's like, oh yeah, I scored, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm ahead. You that know. being said, I think her date looks like it would be the most enjoyable one, aside from maybe the especially carnival one, but yeah. especially for her. For her, right? So they meet up and they go to the spa and they watch him come in, and um, they're super excited about it. Like, yeah, so they're in a little room. Well. He first Tyler, sorry, first Matt takes Katie into the room where Tyler's gonna get his massage, and he shows her all the hidden cameras. And into one of the hidden cameras, he says, "TC, it ain't your day, buddy." <laughs> and then they go into a little room with a little microphone so they can talk to the woman that's gonna be giving Tyler a massage. Yeah, and they're like, "Give us a thumbs up, give us a thumbs up if you right, can hear right. us." And she's like, uh, "She does it." I thought it. I found it really uncomfortable. Uh, well, let's, let's I thought it was funny. Let's explain what happened. So he goes in the massage. He's got his shirt, you know, his underwear on. But they tell, Katie and Matt tell the masseuse to pinch his nipples and sniff his hair and mount him and do a roller on his back and his head really hard. So they break his bones. And Katie's like, some friend. And so they're doing all this stuff to Tyler that's, like, gnarly. But I think what we have to remember is that Matt and Tyler are so, 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 so close. And so... Um, I get that. And I think Matt... Would not allow ...knows Tyler. Tyler well enough. He wouldn't put Tyler in a situation that would make him feel uncomfortable I understand at all. that. But for me, I was sort of uncomfortable. I was like, there could have been just as funny other things to do. Like, some article I read said, you know, it could have been just as funny to give him, like, the world's worst waiter at, at Nemecolon or... But I think something else to consider is in a situation like that, Tyler might not do by himself. A massage is something he has to do by himself. Uh, I guess. But you know anyways, what I mean? I don't... But, yeah, so... So many ways, um... Eventually, Matt and Katie come in the room with Tyler, and Matt puts a buttload of massage oil on his hands and starts massaging. And then Tyler, Ty- Tyler immediately knows that it's not the oh the same lady. oh the what something that happened though before that happened was um they call the masseuse. Oh yeah, they call the masseuse. Katie called the masseuse, and she tells Tyler, "I've got to take this. I'm sorry." Yeah, <laughs> and then. She starts talking, and she's like, oh, my God, you'll never guess who I'm massaging right now. And um, <laughs> Tyler C. from, Tyler C. from Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette. She's like, he's even hotter in he's person. hotter in person. <laughs> and you can see Tyler going, oh, what's happening? It's funny. Um, anyway, so eventually Tyler co- or Matt comes in, and it's all ha, ha, ha. And, and I, I also think it's important to note that 
Katie and Matt seem really comfortable together and like they're mm-hmm. having a really good they're time. Having a great time, yeah. Um, and Matt and Tyler, you know, shakes Katie's hand. Matt introduces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think so, something like an important takeaway from this date would be like, okay, this is someone that you could hang out with with your best right. friend too. But they also. Matt was looking for a more romantic, romantic connection, connection yeah. with her, but then also gave her arguably one of the more platonic themed dates. Right. So it's like you're not really fostering that. Right. Like <laughs> but he goes, Matt goes on and on about how incredible she is and how they could have fun doing anything, but da da da, the romantic connection not there. So it's time for the night date. Um, and they, um, he says, you know, we have, it's easy being silly, but, you know, we have to have a deeper conversation. And they have their quote unquote dinner in this really pink, it looks like the Madonna Inn. Uh-huh. Google it, San Luis Obispo Madonna <laughs> um, type environment. And they go and have, and she says, oh, it's so pretty. And they sit down and chat. And, you know, they reminisce on their day and how fun it was. And Katie says, Tyler, he's not just your friend. It's more like he's your brother. And and Matt goes, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he asked her about her long-term relationship. She said she had a relationship that lasted three years. But um, it just didn't work out because in the end, she didn't feel like she was her true self with him. Mm-hmm. And, and that, she wants someone that she can have fun with, and she didn't think she right, had that in her last relationship. And her whole shtick is like, I am me, and I'm not going to change me, and I want to find somebody that doesn't that doesn't want to change me. I don't want to change them. You can't change somebody. I just want to find somebody that we can appreciate each other for who we are, mm-hmm. which is great bachelorette edit. Mm-hmm. And so she tells him, I hope my love story is your love story, and I'm here till the end if you want me to be. Yeah. though Everything she said, and around this time is when he his face completely changes, yeah. and he knows that, like, this is around the moment that he, yeah. he knows that he doesn't want her. And he's like, you've been completely honest with me this whole time, and completely yourself, so I owe it to you to be honest to you. And- mm-hmm. She's really well spoken throughout this whole thing, yeah. which is why I would but enjoy seeing her. But he picks up her. the rose. He picks yeah. up the rose, and before he says all this, he picks up the rose, and she's like, oh. and he's like, no, and he doesn't give her the rose, and she's uh-huh. like, she's like, and so she's like, okay, he's like, can I walk you out? And she's like, okay. And then she gets in the car, well, and it's oh, he, she gives them they hug before she gets in the car, and she says, you know. You know, I hope you find what you want. There's still a lot of really great women in the house. And I really, you know, I really, really hope you'll be happy. And I, you know. Yeah. And it's nice. It's a graceful exit. And she's in the car and she's just really bummed. And she's like, it sucks when you, like, paint your whole future and then it just gets erased. Right. I had pictured us. My like my friends and his friends and Tyler going to the football game and then they just got pulled out from under me. Mm-hmm. And then she she says like, 
And it sucks that like I was so true to myself and I was just myself the whole time and I was just so authentic and mm. it it still wasn't enough. Yeah. That's and that idea. that's like that's that's the that's that's the bachelorette. That's, the bachelorette. that's what shit's good to get that's says, what's gonna get her. Yeah. She says, I don't regret being myself, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. She says, I know what I deserve and I deserve a man who knows what I have to offer. And I am what I am. And hopefully there's somewhere, someone out there who wants that. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, she's the one, I hope. Yeah, I hope story. so too. Um, the, the production assistant takes her bag away. And, and the other girls go... <gasps> some it? of them are shocked, sad, like sad shocked it looked like. And then some of them are happy shocked. That's so the thing. They cover their mouths, but their eyes are like... Some of them are sad eyes and some of them are like... Yeah. Like, they almost all of them cover their mouths. But even, I thought Abigail's eyes were like, yay, which surprised me. I think, I think where it would come from, for from Abigail, if that was the case, though, would be, like, a, she's so unsure where she yeah, stands she that it's, like, at one. least, it's just a little less competition. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I love Abigail. I don't mm-hmm. have anything problem with her. But anyway... Now Heather is preparing for her date. She's in this beautiful... Not, not date, her entrance. Her big entrance at the cocktail party. And she's got this beautiful white dress on, and she puts these shoes on that don't fit her properly. Yeah, and I saw this really funny meme, and it said Heather trying to squeeze herself into this season the same way she tries to squeeze <laughs> her foot into those shoes. Woo! That's funny. They just don't care. <laughs> Um, I think she's met him before. That's what I think. That's what I wrote my notes. I think that they hooked up before. And that's why she's so deeply invested in this. What do you think? I don't think... She, I, don't, I wouldn't say... They've... I don't think they've necessarily hooked up before. I think they've met before. But I think they've at least met before because Hannah's really close with both of them. And his reaction when she walks in later is, is like, it, oh, it's, it's like, like, whoa, trippy. Right. It doesn't feel like a reaction from people who have never met before and but she and when she says nice to, nice meet, to meet you it's so quiet uh-huh. like it's, it's very so in authentic feeling uh-huh. so i think they've at least met before. i think they've at least met before too and i mean i wouldn't i they may have hooked up before given that how desperately she wants to be here i don't know I, I don't think so. I think that's... Um, it's just a guess. It's just a wild I think guess. they've just met. I don't, I don't see, like, a connection in that way there from that interaction. <laughs> and I think if that was the case, I think he would be a little bit more panicked. I think he'd be a Maybe. little bit like, oh, no, what do I do now? This is so awkward. Yeah. If he sees her there as a friend and he doesn't know why she's there yet... Then he'd be like, oh my god, this is crazy. The whole thing was ridiculous. Anyways, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The girls go to the cocktail party. Um, Matt's in a tux. He looks great. He takes mm-hmm. Abigail aside first. She's like surprised and a little taken aback. I, I don't know if that has to do maybe with her hearing. Because she's like, wait, what? Um, but they have a nice chat. Um, he says he looks forward to seeing her every time they're together. He's so excited to see her. Um, he talks, he kisses on Brie, he talks to Kit, and all the, does anything, any conversation stand out? Oh, no, he doesn't talk to Kit. Kit, in her ITM, says, 
to the other girls, this is important, she says, I'm so looking forward to this now. All the drama's over now. It's all about the love stories. And that's when Heather shows up. Yeah. And she, Heather comes with her beautiful white gown and her ill-fitting shoes. And she tries to push through the roundy round door and she gets stuck. Yeah. And Bree's like, who's that? Oh, They're like, who's oh. that? They're like, we've never oh. seen that girl before. They're like, who is this girl? Who is that girl? I've never seen her before. But when she's trying to push through the door, Bree's like, oh. Uh-huh. And then oh, once she does walk so in, funny. she smiles at the girls, but she looks a little bit cocky, yeah. and she doesn't wave. She doesn't introduce herself. She doesn't she say just hi. Right she by just them. walks through. And, and I think later on, somebody says she smiled at us and took a hard left. Um, yeah, so she goes right to where. How does she know where Matt is? Right. Yeah. She knows right where Matt is. She walks right there, and mm-hmm. she interrupts her talk. Him talking to Piper. And Piper's real mad. Piper's pissed. Mm-hmm. And Piper's also feeling a little bit awkward at first because um, they just were laughing. And she's like, I didn't know what to do. They were just laughing. And I was, right. it was so awkward. So I laughed too, but I'm pissed. Yeah. Pi- Heather walks in and she's like, hi, Matt, can we talk? And Matt laughs. And he's like, Piper, I'm really sorry, but can- I just need a few minutes with Heather. And she walks out and she's she's furious. She's like, what the? And then she's like, and the other girls are like, what was that? What's happening? Ah! And all the, all the other girls are like, yeah, ah! it was just chaos. Yeah. So, um, but it's just really awkward. And we sort of touched on it a little bit already, but Heather's like, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. And he's like, Heather, what are you doing here? Oh my God, this is crazy. Like, they, they don't know who she is at first. So I wrote in my notes, I said, too bad Katie's not here because she's the Bachelor, you know, super fan. She would have known. But some, and somebody says, it's just, no, it's too late for this. And ultimately, it is Serena P. No, yeah, it's ultimately Serena P who says, she is someone from Colton's season. She's friends with Hannah Brown. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, what, is she just going to walk in and marry him? What's with that? And the last person we see talk in her little ITM is Chelsea. And Chelsea says, well, if he gives her a rose, then he'd better marry her because the rest of us are going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the end. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty... Um reasonable that's a reaction legit, that's yeah a legit reaction for sure yeah and um but i don't think they really say anything but uh heather and matt are getting a little bit cuddly like they're just settling down to chat yeah they're basically. settling down to chat and they're getting a little bit cozy but they don't really talk too much right. other than i can't believe you're here i can't believe i'm here either <laughs> yeah um Exactly, like, I'm out of breath on Yeah, but, yeah, that was the episode. I just feel like Heather's really being played. And Matt, too. I just, it just sucks. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, then the, there's a preview for next week. We're getting close to hometowns. I have my guess for top four. You want to have a guess for top four? Uh, I don't have a guess for top four yet. Do you want to hear my guess? Um, let's talk about it next week. Okay. Um, and the after, the funny after the show thing was, oh, Serena P and Matt, he's, 
Oh, he, he karate, karate. I guess. And he karate kicks a pillow out of her yeah, hand. Yeah, and she's too short and tiny, and it's awkward. Yeah. The end. <laughs> but that was it. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you follow us on the social medias. If you enjoyed um, listening, you can go ahead and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, and you can follow us on our Instagram at Rosette's Podcast. And you can, um, what else? Uh, well, thanks for email us. us this you week. can email us at Rosette's Podcast at gmail.com if you want. We had a lot to talk about, not just the episode, but the Chris Harrison thing. So thanks for listening and sticking with us. And uh, we appreciate you. Yeah. And we'll see you again next week. Woohoo! Later, gear. Bye.